Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord, saying, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks, great Wushata. Greetings in the name of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, beloved, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. On this morning, we have Minister Queen on the line. Minister Queen, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, saints of God. Giving honor to God, who is head of my life. Giving honor to my chief apostle, to our first lady, Yvette Brooks, and our apostle Brooks. Thank God for them on this morning. I give honor to all whom honors are due. We just want to thank God for the word that he has given us on this morning. I'm going to be reading to you from the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, the first verse, and it reads as such. So then, because we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also put off every weight and the sin that easily entangles us or beset us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And for a topic this morning, on your mark, get set, go. Many of us, I'm sure, can attest that growing up sometime in our life, we may have uh, been partakers of a race, um, whether it was in our neighborhood, racing against our, our friends, or whether it was in school, running track. And when you were put in that race, you had to get in a certain stance, in a certain formation. And most of the time, we were, you were bent down uh, on one knee with your hands to the ground, and whoever the coach was or whoever the referee was, they would say, okay, on your mark, and you have to set yourself and prepare yourself in a certain position. And then he would say, get set, and then you would raise up, and then he'd say, go, and you take off and you run your race. Well, in this particular text, Hebrews 12 and 1 says, so then, because we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us put off every weight and sin that easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, in this particular text, the race that they were talking about was not running a race as running track or with other relay races, so many different kinds of races, the 100-yard dash, the 50-yard dash, relay races or whatever. But this particular race is the race of life, the course of life. This is not about speed. It's not about competition. Ecclesiastes said the, the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. But this is about completing your purpose in life, completing whatever it is God has ordained and has called forth for you to do in your life. It's walking out your life daily. 
And it's not about how fast you walk it out. It's not about how strong you 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 walk this life out, how strong you run this race, or how fast you run this this race. But it's about the quality and how you run this this race, and whether or not you're in your rightful place running this race of life, and whether or not you are doing what God has called you to do. Each and every one of us have a purpose in this life. Each and every one of us have a calling to something, to do something in this life for the kingdom of God, if you're in God. Amen. So he says, let let us put off every weight. See, when you're running this race, this course of life, there are obstacles sometimes that get in your way. Sometimes I remember when we used to run and race each other, people would try to push you off off course and knock you off the sideline to, to hinder you from winning your race. And that's how it is in this life. Obstacles come in our way. Certain circumstances we get ourselves in will hinder us and cause us not to be on course the proper way we should be on course to run this race. Galatians 5 and 7 said, you were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? Who hindered you? Was it your kids that hindered you? Was it your boyfriend that hindered you? Was it your husband? Was it your wife? Was it your people on your job? Was it your siblings that hindered you? And somewhere down the line, while we are running this race of life, we get sidetracked by distractions and certain things that come our way that causes us not to be able to be effective while we're running this race. Some of us have had hurts and different things happen to us throughout our lifetime, and we're holding grudges towards people and hatred in our hearts towards people, and we can't go any further because we're stuck. We're stuck in that unforgiveness. We're stuck in that hurt and that pain. We're stuck in, in that uh, hatred that we might have towards someone because something somebody did to us in our past. But we have to learn how to let those things go because you can't, you can't move any further and you can't be blessed when you're holding a bunch of junk and you weigh down. That's why he said let all that weight, let it go. Let all that baggage, all that stuff you hold on to, let it go. Let what Joe Blow did to you 10, 15 years ago and hurt you, let it go. Because whatever you went through, that was part of your purpose. That was part of your process. We all have a purpose. We all have a process that we have to go through that God is going to use to mold and make us to the man or woman of God that he has called us to be. Amen. Matthew 24 and 10, 10 through 13, verse 10 says, And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. So, so many of us sometimes in, we, in this uh, course of life, we get so easily offended by everything and anything. You get offended. Somebody tries to tell you something that's right. When apostle may try to bring correction to us, we get offended, and then you want to run and leave the church or you want to sit down and don't do the things that you know you're supposed to be doing in the ministry. Some people want to betray one another's trust and hate one another. How are you going to hate your brothers and sisters in Christ? The Bible said you, you haven't even seen me. God said you haven't seen me 
but you say you love me, but yet you see your brother and sister every day and you hate them. You can't get in heaven with hatred in your heart. If you can't speak to your apostle was preaching uh, Sunday and he had made a mention about how you can't even uh, speak or be um, to your brother or sister or be cordial with, with the people in the church, but yet you think when you're in heaven, you're going to be like that? There's no division in heaven. There's no hatred. There's no contention. There's no strife. None of those things are in heaven. Only love is in heaven. So if you got all that mess and junk up in your heart and stuff and you ain't let that stuff go, something somebody did to you 10 and 20 years ago and you still holding on to it, you still can't speak and embrace your brother or sister in the Lord and tell them you love them or embrace them and, and hug them and, and for real, not that fake hug, not that half patting hug when you just pat with one arm and that fake stuff, but you can embrace them and, and embrace them with a tight, strong, affectionate hug that shows your love. If you can't do that here, how in the world are you going to heaven? Because there ain't none of that going on in heaven. Verse 11 says, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And you have so many people out here that's not speaking the truth, that's not teaching the truth, that's leading people astray. And so many preachers and uh, ministers of God falling away from the truth because of other people, false prophets, leading and guiding them astray. All these things are going on because people are getting thrown off course because they're not being being in their proper places and positions, and they're falling away. Let all that stuff go. Let all that stuff go. He says, lay aside all that weight and the sin that easily entangles us. The devil ain't going to come at you with something that you are unfamiliar with. If you was an alcoholic, he ain't going to come at you with crack cocaine. Because he know that ain't your thing. But if you was an alcoholic, he going to keep ter- trying to tempt you with drinking. Vice versa. If you was on crack or snort cocaine, he ain't going to come at you with alcohol. That ain't your thing. If you know you, had a pro- you got a problem with your flesh and you know you always had a problem with men or women, he ain't going to come at you with some other stuff. He going to come at you with what easily beset you. Lay aside all that stuff. Some of us still dipping and dabbing, got one foot in, one foot out, straddling the fence, playing Russian roulette without salvation. Either you're going to be hot or cold, because he said if you look warm, he's going to spew out of his mouth. Amen. Matthew 24, uh, verse 11. I mean, I'm sorry, I already read that one. Verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. When all that sin is in you and you ain't completely been converted and you haven't completely given your whole heart to God, after a while, all that mess gets clogged in just like a clogged artery. When you got all that stuff clogged up and, and cholesterol and all that stuff running through your blood and all that mess, eventually it'll clog your artery up and, it, it, and you'll become wax cold because you'll be dead from a heart attack. Well, spiritually, you become cold, you become clogged up, and you're just like having a spiritual heart attack, and your love will wax cold. But verse 13 says, after all of that, once you lay aside all those things, once you run this race the way you're supposed to, verse 13 says, but he that shall endure unto the end. So you got a chance to get yourself right. You got a chance to get back up and to get it together. 
He that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. It's a process. You might fall and you might stumble. You might mess up and get up, mess up again and get back up, mess up again, get back up. Psalms 37, 23 and 24 says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, you're going to fall sometimes. He shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord shall uphold him by his hand. Apostle preached on Sunday about bearing the, having a mark. When God got a mark on you, it don't matter what go on, what you do. You might try to kill yourself. It ain't going to work. You might try to walk away and tell God you done and you finished. It ain't going to work. Whatever it is you try to do, it ain't going to work because you got that mark. And when you're called and chosen by God, many, many are called, few are chosen. But when you are chosen, like he said, when you're chosen by God, no matter what the enemy try to do and no matter what mess you get yourself into, you were running well. Who hindered you? Sometimes it ain't other people that hinder us. It's our own self because we're fighting against this flesh. Paul said, when I want to do good, Evil always present. The things I want to do right, I don't do. And the things that I shouldn't be doing, I find myself doing. So we always have a war going on in our members. So sometimes we are our own worst enemy, and we hinder our own selves by the things we do. We want to blame the devil for everything, but it ain't always the devil. We are our own devil sometimes. Amen. But my title for this message, On Your Mark, Get set, go. Mark is something serving as an indication of position. You have to be aligned in a place of focus and awareness of where you are going and what you are doing. That's getting on your mark. Then get set. Get set to put in the proper position. Some of y'all don't even know what position you're supposed to be in. Do you know who you are in God? Do you know what God has called you to and to do? A lot of times people run around here holding positions and titles, and God ain't called you to none of it. You put yourself in it or somebody else put you in it, and you ain't got no business being there because you're not being effective in the position that you are in. But to be set is to be put in the proper, proper position. That's being, we have to be in our rightful place in God in everything we do in our prayer and our worship and in being full obedience to what he has called us to do. And then my last point is to go. When you're on your mark and when you get set, then you can go. And that means you can move or proceed. And you can leave the starting line. You can finish and carry out that course and that race of life that God has called you to do and to be. Amen. I just thank God for this word. It blessed me, and I hope it blessed you. On your mark, get set, go. Amen. Well, bless the Lord, saints of God. Get ready. Let's go. Hey, I like that because you know what? Beloved, everyone can identify with our childhood life and running race and saying, 
Get down, get set, mom, get set, go. Hey, listen, we all said it, but listen, the way of life is like an athlete. That word is so powerful. I believe it is settled in all of our hearts. Hey, beloved, we must get ready and go. Jesus is soon to return back to this earth. We need to be ready. God bless you, woman of God. Listen, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. Until Thursday morning, tell a neighbor or friend, let's get on the prayer line. My God, to hear the word of the Lord is to encourage you and to strengthen you throughout the day. Don't be selfish. Tell others about it. Hey, write it on a piece of paper. Give them a note. Give it to them and say, hey, you need to be on prayer Thursday morning, Tuesday mornings, and hear the word of the Lord. Till then, hey, beloved, I love you. There ain't a thing you can do about it. Till Thursday morning, God bless you. I'm out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.